Jack Act of the Track. We're back like we never left. Another full episode, chock full of just goodness of the podcast that no one asked for. As always, I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Jordan Pensabene and Kyle George. We, we've got a lot to discuss today. Uh, looking forward to this episode. Uh, but first things first, as we always do, I uh, want to know how your guys' weekends were. Go ahead, Kyle. Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate you letting me go here. No, of course uh, not. It'd be a good for the host to like now say. Now you're talking over me. What's no, the, I'm just saying it'd be, good for the, it'd be good for the host to be like, Kyle, how was your weekend? Instead of oh, it's open throwing for it up, Throwing no. it up in the air. Paulie, like Paulie just likes the chaos. He yeah, just watches it unfold. He's just like, somebody speak. Yeah. I'm a joker. Some men just like to watch the world burn. We live in a society. <laughs> uh, my weekend was good. Just too short, man. Like, I think uh, I, I think we got we to gotta come up with a new system around here where it's yeah. – uh, Three, maybe three day weekends, four day work weeks. I, I don't know. I don't know how Sign you feel. Jordan, Jordan really doesn't uh, get a say in any of that because he works regard like yeah. works random days all the time. So, uh, with that being said, Jordan, Jordan, how was your weekend? That probably wasn't even a weekend. Yeah, I worked all weekend. It was uh, it was good though. You know, a lot of busy stuff happening in, sp- in the sports world, which is always you know fun. Um, I didn't really do much. Yeah, I just you know, kind of worked, just hung out, clean, clean my, clean my downstairs. You know, did laundry and stuff. Getting ready to go away next week. I won't be here. Spoiler: won't be here for next week's episode. Neither will we. Highest rated episode incoming <laughs> next week. God, you left, you left Paulie and I to run the show. This is a disaster. <laughs> Listen, if Puerto Rico goes how I think it's gonna go, I might not come back ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Um, no. Uh, but it was it was good. It was uneventful and fun and all that good stuff. Sometimes those are the best weekends. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Ugh, I tell man. you what, there, there's nothing better, and I learned it. Over tell, the past talk it. Months. I know what he's gonna say. Talk no. that shit. The room when the Roomba goes through my downstairs. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking a whole. I was thinking a totally different thing. What, we were talking we about thinking? weekends. What's your Roomba doing downstairs? That's what I was, I was just talking about cleaning my downstairs. All right, all right. I was just talking about the weekend, not doing anything, and you just said, "I'll tell you." Oh, so. I wor- oh, Kyle, I just said I worked all week. <laughs> like, uh, what, what are we doing here? All right, Paulie, rein this in. So, <laughs> for me, it was a different week. Uh, finally, back to work. Uh, happy and thankful for that. Uh, but I could not wait for Friday and happy hour. Uh, went out, well, went to a few places that hit up a new spot in town, which is very nice. Uh, but it turned into a very expensive evening because when I walked in, I didn't, you know, the place just open and they're card only. Um, so when I cashed out at the end of the night, I did a lot of damage, but whatever. Uh, it was a very, very eventful night. Enjoyed myself. So. Uh, Friday night was, uh, you know, Saturday was for some recovery. So I did get a chance to watch Space Jam. Uh, I know you guys haven't got a chance to see it yet. Jordan's been busy, and I don't know what Kyle's been doing on the weekends, but he said he did nothing, so I don't know why he didn't watch it. <laughs> I but, watched uh, The Quiet Place yeah. Part 2 instead. So Okay, that's Great fine. movie. Great, Great movie. That, movie. That, Jordan, where were you earlier when that. I was talking about that in the chat? I was, like, commenting on it. And you I was probably – Driving, I get groceries today. Uh, like I didn't uh, think I, was I got this. Well, I got to pick up some stuff before vacation. 
That's true. That's I want you know what I did watch this week. Sorry, Paul, I have to interrupt you. No, you're classic good. movie. Fun with Dick and Jane. Oh my god, great I haven't, movie. I haven't seen that in a while, but it great is a good movie. movie. Great movie. I it, don't, it, aged, I, it aged well. You haven't seen it? I, I feel like I've seen it, but I just don't remember. Jim Carrey did. Jim yeah, I know, I, I know. I know who's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great I, movie. I, it's, it's one of those movies I probably saw so long ago that I have to like watch again to refresh the memory. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's funny. It's like genuinely funny. Like I, but well, Jim Carrey's a genius. I, yeah, like, he really is. He's he's like one of those guys who's he, he kind of reminds me of myself, honestly. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's, let's get back to the topic here because that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. So, I've already had enough comments on ridiculous statements today. <laughs> Pals, but, Pals, um, Pals already talked more in this episode than he did all this week. <laughs> wait, wait till we get to the sports section. Not to give anything away, but Kyle has his own segment today. But let's get to uh, Space Jam real quick. Um, I just want to touch on it. Like I, I thought I, I enjoyed it. Um, it, LeBron is a terrible actor, but I don't understand what people are expecting. Uh, just like the first one, Jordan was a terrible actor. Yeah, I was going to say, Jordan was pretty like, shitty in the yeah, first one. <laughs> and, and a lot of people, like the movie is for kids. Like there's like 35 year olds writing think pieces on Twitter about the movie. And honestly, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it, it was what I expected. Um, there's a lot of cool cameo stuff in it. Um, a lot of cool callbacks to NBA moments. I don't want to give anything away because the guys haven't seen it. And some of our listeners may not have, but uh, there's a lot of cool points in it when when it happened in the movie. I was like, oh, that's dope. Um, so um, for me, as a 33-year-old who was obsessed with the first one when I was younger, and then as I got older, realized how terrible it was, um, the second one was, was nothing much different than that. I mean, I think people just want to be difficult and give out hot takes, but I, I didn't think it was a bad movie. Um, and, and like I said, without giving too much away, uh, some of the callbacks they did um, – you know, so, some Vince Carter stuff, some Allen Iverson stuff, some things like that. So uh, it was really cool. Uh, but to get into what we want to discuss here, our first major topic of the day, um, Loki, uh, what a fantastic show. Uh, the series finale last week, last Wednesday, uh, was phenomenal. Uh, it's opening up doors. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't even know if I want to use doors, but it's opening up realms whatever you want to call it for the new direction of the multiverse for marvel um they continue to not disappoint and over deliver um he who remains um if you haven't seen it by now that you know spoiler alert but if you haven't seen it yet well whatever i'm sorry it's time to talk about it you had to like monday um he who remains uh jonathan majors was fantastic in his debut into the marvel cinematic universe um, and he is obviously everyone knows he's going to be King the Conqueror, which I, I, I believe they're just going to absolutely, he's going to destroy the role because he was fantastic in, in this small part in Loki. Um, the doors that are opening now, in my opinion, are going to be completely endless in what they're going to be able to do with this next phase, um, for the universe. Um, I, you guys know I could talk about this forever, so I want to turn it over to you guys, but, um, you know, I've never been. I mean, I was. I'm always fired up for this stuff, but but where they can go um, has my mind working um, and trying to come up with my own theories and hoping that they all come true. So, so what I will do here is, Kyle, um, I will kick it to you uh, to get your opinion on Loki and what is coming for the Marvel universe. Well, gee, thanks, Paul. 
so I didn't get you know, a fun fact. I didn't watch a single episode, but I knew everything that happened in every single episode because I, I, there's just like think pieces everywhere on the timeline. And I, I ended up seeing clips of it uh, every now and then, but I was actually really, uh, I thought it was a really cool series. I, I know it's only six episodes. I know it was originally planned for 12. I don't know if you knew that originally planned for 12 episodes, but because of COVID they had to cut it in half. Uh, but the ending, um, you know, with, uh, I get well. He wasn't Kang. It was a uh, no. It was he who remains. Yep. Or or Mortis or Immortal or whatever. Yeah. I forget what his name was. But uh, that's the essentially Jordan. So you understand that is the uh, ultimate version of Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror is from the thirty first century, so he's from the future, um, and he basically has multiple variants of himself who goes through. Oh different wait, times. wait, Kyle, you actually read comic books? Uh, yes. Oh, okay, cool, interesting. Me too. Yeah. I was just it's, it's just it was, interesting to. It's <laughs> that's, actually that's cool. you two are both cool. It's it's actually one of the he's one of the cooler uh, characters in the Marvel yes. universe because of uh, just the it's more of a intellectual character where it's not like uh, his motivations are different between each uh, variant of himself because he's these degrees of evilness versus like the one at the end of the show wasn't an evil character he was the best version of that character I'm I'm getting way too in the weeds now but. No. Uh, essentially, he was trying to keep the timeline intact, and then uh, Sylvie decided to say "fuck it" and uh, she killed him. And now the timeline is all over the place, which is going to open up a really cool door—doors, uh, plural, I guess—for this next phase of MCU. Um, probably going to be more enjoyable than the first um, couple. It's phases. crazy to say that, though. Like well, that's really, because you get you can get really wonky with this stuff, right? Like, yeah. I think uh, Spider Man's going to have the No Way Home. Every I think it's probably the worst kept secret. No Way Home's going to have yep. uh, all three Spider Mans on the same screen, um, and then I think uh, the Multiverse of Madness. I'm waiting for that uh, trailer to come. I, I didn't really care for the first Doctor Strange, but um, this one is going to be cool because um, it's chaos. It's going to be chaos, and then you know, and then um, I'm pretty sure this is why the Immortals. Uh, said in the trailer, we didn't act until now, probably because the uh, timelines. Eternals. But, Eternals, yeah, sorry. Yeah. There's another show coming out called Immortals, right? I, I swear to God. There's, I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah. in Eternals, he, he they said, you know, we didn't act until now. I have a feeling it was because the timelines were opening up. Um, it, it just gives you some, and this is how the Fantastic Four is probably going to get into the universe. This is probably how Deadpool gets his third movie in this universe. Um, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty badass. I'm looking forward to uh, Moon Knight. Um, I'm sure you guys uh, have uh, seen that, but Moon Knight is a really badass character because uh, I was watching a video on this today because Taskmaster, who was introduced in Black Widow, um, copies the, his enemies or I guess well his enemies, but he copies the moves of people and he doesn't he refuses to copy Moon Knight because Moon Knight is an absolute psychopath because he doesn't block. He doesn't uh, retaliate. Like he, he just attacks and he just takes every like hit and whatever. It's gonna be a really cool character to kind of see how they they put yeah. him on the big screen. Um, a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on with Marvel, and I'm kind and of excited for all of it. But before I kick it to Jordan, just uh, Kevin Feige was on a uh, the Disney Insider podcast uh, the other day, and he he did. I mean, we do know that um, that Val is going to be farming whether it be Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers, you know, they're obviously not letting us know that, but he confirmed that it's happening. So if they're going to either be in the movies, get a series, they're coming. Uh, 
but with secret invasion and secret wars and iron wars, like all they have all these series yeah. Hawkeyes coming. I mean, it's just, I mean, we've talked about this before, but yeah. they just continue to lap DC and it's getting to the point where, yeah. And I used to love them equally. Um, but Marvel so far in advance. It's like, Oh, DC is releasing a movie. Okay. I'll see it where I'm not hyped. I just, I'm going to see it. Whereas Marvel, any, anything that they really, I mean, this, what if series that's coming out is going to be amazing. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's a, it's an animated series which gives a twist on um, if things went differently. Um, so that starts next month. Um, so I'm just the, the the things that they've got coming, and it, it they just keep coming. And um, I bought I actually bought a an updated Marvel encyclopedia, which um, I'm <laughs> I'm learning things that I did yet. Yeah, you can laugh all you want, but at least. But at least I, I enjoy it, and I love it. So, Paul, there's absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying your life and everything that's available to you. Not a single thing. I don't know what Jordan's... Jordan, Jordan does weird things on his weekends with his Roomba, and he's laughing yeah. at me. Yeah, Jordan's, <laughs> Jordan's putting his balls on his Roomba, and he's going to make fun of you for buying an encyclopedia. Anyway... Um, yeah, yes. dude, it's, 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 it's actually really cool what they're about to do, like what they can get into. Cause the, like the, the, we're not even scratching the surface. I, you know, Thanos was probably, uh, easy, low hanging fruit in terms of villains. Uh, we, we haven't even gotten to Galactus yet. That's oh, going to be, don't even like, get me started. Yeah. Galactus is probably one of my favorite villains in, in Marvel because of just, uh, just the sheer destructiveness of his character. Um, but did you hear who, do you hear who is rumored to be voicing him? No. The rumors for like the last year or so has been Liam Neeson. That'd be really cool. So I don't know. It's nothing's official, um, but that's been the hot rumor. So well, I we think don't even know when they're going to introduce Galactus. I think that they're they're talking about yeah. Kang the Conqueror. Like, I know Kang the Conqueror is going to be the big villain until they like probably until they uh, beat him in the next Avengers movie, uh, whenever that is. Um, and then now then it's just going to be coming down to when do you introduce Galactus? Because Kang. Kang's big thing is supposed to be uh, the next Ant Man, so yes, yeah. That's when. So I don't. So I don't know if we're going to see him again until then. Um, I, I don't think so because that's the movie. Well, yeah, he's, he's considered the villain in that movie, right? Yes, exactly. So but he's not gonna. They're not gonna kill him off so quickly. I feel like they're gonna. He's exactly. Gonna be, yeah, like I. I feel like he's gonna be uh, a big part of this phase, but there's gonna be a, eventually a finality to him, and then they're gonna introduce Galactus. And I, yeah. I and I'm pretty sure Doctor Doom they're gonna get to at some point. Yeah, here. Doom's got Doom's coming. Too. I feel like Doom's before Galactus. Galactus. Yeah. Excuse that, me. That uh, that would make the most sense. Jordan, what do you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> I mean, I so I don't follow it like you guys. Like I'm not like into it, but like obviously I've seen um, you know, Endgame and. Uh, Infinity War and all that stuff, and I like I watch the movies and I I enjoy them all. Sometimes for me, it just for me personally, the plot lines are like all over the place. It's hard for me to follow along. But again, I don't follow it like you guys. Like I'm not that like into it. I don't go do research on it. I don't do any of this stuff. But over like the movies and stuff, I think are all like fantastic, and I think they did a really good job of kind of what I would say tying everything together in the the last two movies with Infinity War and Endgame. I think that's what's good about the movies is that they uh, they kind of simplify it for an audience uh, mm-hmm. because you know if you if you go through the comics they they they're expansive right they have multiple different versions like the, I think there's like four different comics based on the Infinity War alone uh, the Infinity Gauntlet and stuff like that so you know picking 
uh, a dumb, I don't want to say dumbed down, but a, a consumable version for wide audience, wider so, audiences is probably. So answer me this question. Riddle me this. I'm assuming this is the case, but from the comic books, I'm assuming that they change it up a lot when it comes yeah. to movies. In in uh, in the comics, uh, Captain America was was supposed to die by Thanos. Like they kind of recreated that scene in the movie, but uh, Captain America didn't die. He just took a big ass fucking punch to the face, and he was just he was chill. But yeah, they they still they try to stay as true as they can, but sometimes, obviously, for for movie purposes, they they, yeah. they make some tweaks and things like that. But yeah. you know, certain things they stay as true as they can. Um, you know, and the way that they're heading this way too. So, um, that's the thing. Like that's sometimes they get that gets confusing for maybe people who may just know some of the stuff. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, how this happened. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah. The thing with the this the first phase is you don't have to. I guess it's not really phase one. It's phase one through three. I guess I'll refer to it as. You don't really have to watch all of them. You don't. You just don't. You have don't. To you yeah, don't like, no. I think there, there's like. Um, I think, like big I think you do a disservice to, to yourself if you don't, but you don't have to to get everything yeah. as well. Yeah, like you'll miss out on subtle – because a lot of the stories are self-contained. Like Ant-Man's kind of a self-contained yeah. movie. Um, the second one is kind of a bigger play on yeah. on the on the overall story, but yeah. the, the first one is self-contained. Uh, the first two Thors are awful. I would recommend just avoiding them at all costs. Thor Ragnarok ended up being one of my favorite movies of all time because of how great it was. Um, uh, I recommend if you want to watch that, that's a freaking banger of a movie, by the way. It um, is. the incredible Hulk is virtually useless because they changed the actor. And uh, it's, I, I, I think it's terrible too. Yeah. Like, I just think it's awful. Those first, those first like five or six movies are awful. Like the first Captain America stinks. I'm oh, saying, I don't think it stinks. I, well, I mean, it's not fun. It's a dreadful watch because it, it goes by the old, the old tropes of comic book movies where they have to explain the origin and then they're like, it's well, it was the dialogue. First one, so. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying, you know, like the first Iron Man I thought was booty butt and a lot of people love that so movie. Are you kidding so me? I On this podcast. That was of all of them. That was probably my favorite. I, I can't. I, I have I've stayed very calm through what episode is this? Like twenty three now? I've been very calm. I can't do this, so so continue, please. No, we shouldn't even let him continue, to be honest. <laughs> I agree. Let's just and, move on. And let's and, and it, I'm being hundred percent honest. Um and and he says this jokingly all the time, Robert Downey Jr., but if he doesn't kill it as Tony Stark, there may not be a Marvel Cinematic Universe. There I 100% agree with that. I think like, I think they caught uh, lightning in a bottle there yeah. in that beginning, and then they were like, "Yo, we might we might have something." And then you know, kudos to Disney by the way for just you know rolling into it. They just said, "You know what? We're gonna throw money at this. Let's see what you guys can do." And and Kevin Feige had like a, a fantastic vision, um, a, an absolute legend. I who would have thought? I think it's he, he said this on the podcast too. I think it's about 12 years later, whatever the, the release date of was Iron Man, that they'd be cutting the ribbon on a theme park at Disney for the Avengers. Yeah. And that, that crazy? Like, it's just, that's just insane to me. Like, they did such a good. 
You all right? Yeah, my dog is being so get off me, dude. Like, she what mean to your dog? <laughs> she's Wait, like, she's don't... digging. Uh, she's digging like her bed out, like from my. So let her do it. So I feel so bad for my girlfriend. She puts this blanket right here so nicely. She folds it up, like cleans it up. The dog has now two days in a row decided to just absolutely like move it up, mess it up, and then it's the like, dog's house and dog's blanket. Yeah, but the dog is going to eventually walk away. She's going to like do that. Let her be Kyle, why'd you ruin the blanket, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get blamed for it. And I, you know what? I just got to roll into it, even though there's recorded evidence that she did that. You guys all saw it on video. Um, where was I taught? What was I talking about? We were talking about where you were talking about Disney and. and and how they threw money and were like, let's, yeah, let's like, see how this goes. I think that was just like, you know, incredible. Uh, it was a risk, right? At the time, yeah. like they had only a handful of movies out. They had, I don't think they had Thor out, right? They had just. Yeah, no, Cap I don't believe Thor was out yet. Was it just Captain America? Was Iron Man the first one or was Captain America the first one? Iron Man was the first movie of this. This, yeah. Yeah, and then they did Captain America, I think, at some point. And then Thor, the first Thor almost ruined everything. I I'm going to be honest with you guys. That was awful, awful film dreadfully boring like thor is such a cool character and how do you make a boring film out of thor yeah i don't think the first one was boring i thought it was i thought the it was second one i didn't boring. enjoy the third one is the best of the three those those the, like i said that first phase where it was just before you got the, the like to the first avengers uh, it was it was uh, yeah but the first avengers was awesome. what, was what was it uh, okay but right, the first, right. but the first Avengers kicked ass, and then from there it was kind of like, yo, we got, we got something. Uh, Age of Ultron wasn't that great, though. I'll tell you that much. No, it was not. Uh, but then, are but you then, kidding me? Listen, the, the way the way I'm these movies kind of set up, right? Like they just like they kept elevating, and then that like, after Age of Ultron, all those movies after Age of Ultron were absolutely fucking nuts. Well, they, they were, were awesome. but 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 Ultron was an amazing villain. Awful. No. Oh, good. All right. Let's go on to the next topic. This is going to be Kyle's standalone subject. Um, the Last of Us, it is a popular video game, is releasing a TV show, correct? It's not a movie. It's a TV, TV show. show on HBO okay. Max. On HBO Max, uh, which HBO Max is is killing it as well. Um, you know, I shout out to- a single thing on HBO Max since I got it. Oh, well, that's your, that's your problem. <laughs> but we're going to give you the Pretty open down, floor. down the drain right there. We are we are going to at times um, do solo stuff, um, you know, that we individually uh, would like to discuss that maybe the other two aren't, you know, that well versed in, so that maybe we can learn and and get interested in it. So, so Kyle, the floor is yours to discuss. Thank you. A little bit of background on the video game as well as the TV series, mm -hmm. and if I'm correct, I believe the at least the original Last of Us video game was voiced by uh, in the game itself was voiced by I believe it was Hayden Panettiere. Correct? Is that is that am I right or am I wrong? I don't think that's correct at all. I think it is correct. I don't think that's correct. I'm gonna Google it while you're talking. Go ahead. Anyway, so th since the fellows had uh, subjected me to hockey and baseball talk last week, I figured I'd decide to subject them to subjected to you. What do you mean subjected? I was to held you? against my. You guys didn't see it, but on camera, I had a gag in my mouth, and they had me tied in a chair. And they were told me whatever, that whatever, whatever floats your boat, Kyle. Whatever you're into, like that's your thing, man. Uh, <laughs> good luck with that. But anyway, anyway, so back to the, so for those of those who don't know, The Last of Us is an iconic video game, and and I guess you know it's it's I I don't know how to describe it other than it's up there in the pantheon, right? Uh, of video game storytelling and 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 just a testament to how far games have come. 
Um, but the original Last of Us came out, I want to say, eight years ago now. It feels like it's been a while. I think it was it 2012, 2013. Paul, you're Googling it, right? Oh, Hated Penitentiary was in Until Dawn, so excuse me. Yeah, you're good. I mean, proud of you. I'm proud of you. I knew she was because I used to be obsessed with her way back in the day, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Uh, well, I mean, new, no, new crush every 24 hours. Anyway, I met her. Hey, Go wait. Ahead. Fun fact I met her at uh, Jest's training camp in Cortland. I have pictures. So, to prove it. I was, so uh, anyway, anyway the, original, the original Last of Us came out in 2013, uh, came out on the PlayStation 3. And yeah, it's been a while, dude. Uh, and I just don't think, um, I don't think a lot of people like that I know played it. So it's very hard to talk about it to people who haven't played it, but it's, it's, it's just really talking to people who didn't play it. You're talking to our audience who may have played it. Right. I'm not, I'm just saying in general, because you know, a lot of people didn't like that. I know didn't play it. Right. So that, that was a, uh, but essentially it's, it follow. I I don't want to spoil too much, but it follows the story of about a 40 year old man voiced by Troy Baker um, and a young lady in a post-apocalyptic world where a fungus, a a fungal infection had infected people and turned them into kind of zombies. Um, It's, it's actually a a very, uh, it's, it's one of those games that's so it's super story driven, but it's also a really well paced action game too. So it was like one of those awesome things. But the thing I'm excited about is they're now making a series on it. So now we're going to get a television series. I think I want to say they they greenlit it for 10 episodes. Uh, we're going to get a television series on this fantastic game. Um, my whole thing is, is you know, in video games, you're, you have more uh, room to tell a more uh, focused story. I'm just concerned that they'll, you know, cut out a lot of the good moments um, of the video game for the for the show but i i'm really hyped about this because i think it's going to open that audience up for a uh, a lot more people to really experience this this awesome story um and then the second one which was even better i hope i can't wait till they get to that part of the uh i can't i hopefully they this the show absolutely does well um and i i really hope that uh people embrace it so we can t- continue to get more of these uh games to movie or I guess games, the TVs. Um, Cause you know, I, I know you guys don't probably haven't watched it, but the Witcher came out like a couple years ago on T on uh, Netflix. Um, you know which- what my favorite game to, to TV is Madden to the NFL. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Paulie's sorry. ruined the segment for me. No, like, he's going, just, I'm messing with you. Just shitting all over it. You maybe said three words in that whole. I know. Um, What's well, more than he said last week with that mumbling? Yeah, no kidding. I just, I lost my train of thought. I lost were- my train of thought. Oh, The Witcher came to Netflix. Um, and The Witcher 3 is my favorite game of all time, for those who don't know. Uh, so when that came to Netflix, I was freaking balling out hype as hell. Uh, the show wasn't uh, wasn't the best, but it was pretty pretty baller. But uh, I'm really hoping um, I'm really hoping they land this Last of Us TV show because I, I think a lot of people are going to really enjoy that story. Um, and I think it's Pedro Pascal is playing the is playing. Uh, why is his name escaping me? Oh my god! I mean, this is your segment, though, dude. 
Oh my god! The first solo segment we give to Kyle, and he completely Joel. He's playing Joel. Oh my god! Why was I struggling there? Uh, So Joel's the main character. uh, Well, he's one of the main characters of the game. Um, And then I don't know who's playing Ellie Uh, because they everybody kept saying it looked like um, (laughs) Ellen Page. That's what Ellie used to look like. That's what everybody said Ellie looked like. That's Um, a good point because I remember the cover. Yeah, so um, very excited for folks to experience also the first 10 minutes of that show because it's uh, it's gut-wrenching, so that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty amped, and I hope we do more of these, uh, you know, these, these uh, amazing stories to uh, TV because uh, you know, there's really a lot of untapped stories in video games that have just been just so stellar, but they've been contained because they're behind the medium that, you know, no, nobody wants to put their – nobody wants to – play video games and they don't want to put in like a hundred hours and experience it. They're just like, ah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'll watch a hundred hours of TV or Polly will watch a hundred hours of the MCU. So like, we got to get, we got to get more of these shows uh, on the big screen for Polly to consume. I agree. Um, hey, you know, I'm always up to watch something, whether I know yeah. something about it or not, you know, I'll definitely tune in if it's, you know, if anytime somebody suggests something to me, if it's something that I'm not into, I'm still going to give it a, give it a watch because you know, you're my friend, and and I respect your opinion. Oh, that's so sweet. So, but so it's gonna I be hard for them. Give to, it a look. It's gonna be hard for them to fuck it up because it's already written out. Everything's you know right there. <laughs> the source material's there. Um, unlike Game of Thrones, where they fucked everything up before the end because there was no source material for the ending. Uh, but I don't want to get into that. That that still hurts my soul. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I had on that, guys. I was I'm really I'm really fired up about it. I hope uh, a lot of people are. I hope this also gets awareness out there that there is going to be a Last of Us TV show. People should do some research. If you want to play the game beforehand, it's available on all on a uh, PlayStation. You can go ahead and get yourself a PlayStation Four. Throw that bad boy in there. The remastered version was spectacular. Um, yeah, and then if you got, if you got time, play the second one. The second one was even more baller. The second one was insane. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know that they like did this like video games because I mean if, I'm not a, like Kyle is very very into video games. Like I'm. FIFA, Madden, like all like cliche games. Like I'm not a huge video game player. I didn't know that they like made like games, and then like made, like is this a common thing? Like I legit like never knew that this was a thing. Made made video games? The, no, no, no. That they video <laughs> games into into shows like, like the last. Uh, oh, I mean it. It's becoming uh, it, it's becoming more uh, prevalent now because video games as a whole, this they're storytelling is like light years ahead of most things nowadays. Like there's, you know, you, you could talk to people about, uh, there's so many games out there. Like I'm like cyberpunk 2077 came out, has an insane story along with it. Um, and a fantastic world that you can get lost in. Like a lot of these games, they have these just incredible contained stories. Um, and like, I think we're going to start seeing more, you know, more studios adopt them into TV because I, I think television shows are the best way to tell a story. Uh, I mean, outside of a video game, I think video games have an amazing way of telling stories, but television shows are the best way to consume a story. That's not a, I guess not a book either. Right. Like, because you have so much leeway and you have like, if you do an hour long episode, you do like 10 episodes a season, you can get through good content in that period. Okay. And I really think, like, I don't think a movie is a good way of storytelling anymore unless it's a, you know. Give me a GTA TV series. There's like I, a, it's like, there's like a billion of them. Like, it's, 
Yeah, like, the thing with Grand Theft Auto is like I don't know how you make that into Liberty a, City. Yeah, Maybe I just don't know how you, I just don't know how you make that into a TV series because why um, not? Very easy. Whoever the main character is of the game, you follow them around and they follow the story and the missions, and they get linked up with different people and they do stuff like that's that's something I will watch and and like be hyped for weekly, bro. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I don't care which game, which version of the game they do. If they want to combine them all and have some ridiculous show that could continue on for multiple seasons, I don't like that's something that's intriguing to me. Just like hearing you kind of discuss this game and then going to a show, that's the first thing that popped into my head. Well, if they were gonna do that, I would start with GTA five, which I think is their most story driven one. That or, or four. Four was really story driven. It was fantastic. Four had a fantastic story. You know what though? Because I, I and I think that vibe kind of set in that time frame too mm-hmm. would would be kind of really appealing to a lot of people. Because, yeah, I, because I uh, four it. was Vice City. Yeah, yeah. So no, four was no. uh, Liberty City. Oh yeah, I'm thinking Vice City. Yeah, the one that Vice said Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like an '80s based TV show. Did like, I? Uh, well, the rumor right now is that they're going to make GTA Six and from uh, the Vice City map. So I'm kind of excited about that. But, but like, like current time. Yeah, not- modern day Vice City. Ooh, see, yeah. that's, got, that's got me very excited. Like I'm doing this. I don't know what <laughs> is, but Nobody not, wants to see what he's doing. See, by the like, way, I, I, like I've told you before, I'm not a video game player much anymore. Like Jordan, you know the simple games that come out, sports games. But a Grand Theft Auto, I will sit down until completion. Um, so, I mean, we've been waiting for six forever. I think they announced it's 2025. Yeah, they, it's, it's a yeah. far away away because yeah. Rockstar, Rockstar makes money hand over fist now. They, know, they, they, yeah, and then like GTA five, I think is still like one of the top selling games right now. It just continues to sell, sell, sell. So it's like, they're in no rush, man. That thing is that thing. That online world, uh, one of my buddies plays and he's t- like, they're just constantly like updating it. And there's like, yep. Yeah, like, like, and then like there's like tons of microtransactions. There like- there's like tons of microtransactions, and yeah. then there's, there's a, a something that's taken off recently, and I, I never got into it, but I saw it is like GTA role playing. It's like they give you it's a modded server or something like that, and then basically you go in, you get a you get a job. Yeah, you, you'll be My a cop. Tell me about this. Yeah, like that's it's you it's can, all like, over there's, Twitch. There's a bunch of people who are like cops. Yep. There's a bunch of people who like work in the hospitals. It's like. It's like the craziest thing I've ever heard, but like my my buddy told me this is what he does when he plays GTA Online. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah, like, and I, I've seen it on uh, it's on it's on like Twitch. Like, it's sometimes it's one of the most popular streamed uh, things. Is like the people playing the role play, and it's it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, like I really hope we get more games that are adopted uh, into movies. I'd really um, trying to think what games I would really love to see. Uh, outside of the last of us um i'm like oh they're making a borderlands movie that's i i don't know that's not like not the same i i don't i don't know how that's gonna work but borderlands is a pretty awesome series so i'm excited about that um i know i know they're talking about a destiny series is that the game that Elf talks about all the time? Yeah, yeah, okay. that, that's that's the game i play all the time too that's so. my knowledge of destiny yeah that that that's <laughs> That's a really cool game uh, that really just started getting an amazing story recently. So hopefully they can be a little more refined with that storytelling for the television or whatever they whatever they choose to do. Um, and I've played so many good games, and I, for some reason I'm blanking right now. Like okay. I'm absolutely blanking. But yeah, I'd really like to see them start adopting that medium more because I think you know 
there's so many good stories out there that have been told in the video game realm that nobody will ever, never, ever see because, you know, there's not into that stuff. So uh, that was a very interesting segment. I will definitely give it a look when it when it's released. Um, Yay. For sure. Um, but the next thing, and, and, and we're going to turn it over to Jordan and we're going to kind of open the discussion because, um, you know, we know Kyle is super pumped up for this. Uh, but on Wednesday – uh, it's expansion time in the NHL, the NHL expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken, uh, which is a fa- fantastic name. Uh, I'm looking forward to what uh, they're going to do come Wednesday. Uh, but, Jordan, uh, the floor is yours. First of all, that's probably the best name in sports. Like, it's am, amazing. Am I wrong? I, like, the Seattle the logo's Kraken. awesome. The yeah, colors, the I was expecting more like – I get the colors are still dope, but I was kind of thinking like when when they were going to announce them, I I just I don't know. I was thinking Seahawks, and I was thinking yeah. those colors, but but the colors that they they did are great. The name's great. The logo's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I but go ahead. So they're gonna have an interesting kind of situation here because there's a lot of players that are unprotected because the, yeah. the 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 list got released yesterday, the official list. Um, there's a lot of players. Like, I mean, goalie wise, like I, they believe they just signed Drager, Chris Drager, who is a uh, of the the Florida Panthers. There, so they're going to select him essentially from the Panthers. They're close to an agreement with him. I saw. Um, yeah, three years, like ten and a half million or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you got Carey Price, which is a very interesting one because a lot of people didn't think he would be protected, but yeah. he also might have uh, knee surgery, something like that. Jonathan Quick was another one. Um. Capo Kakanen from Minnesota, like a lot of like very good goalies for Seattle to kind of, you know, take here. Plus you got guys like Josh Bailey from the Islanders that is, um, that was not protected by the Islanders, which I was very surprised about over, you know, somebody like Clutterbuck, but you know, maybe they got something that works and that's, that's how it works with this stuff. Like there's a lot of handshake agreements under the table with, with these teams. And like, Hey, you don't take this guy and you know, we'll leave this guy available. And, you know, well, you know, it's just stuff like that a lot. Uh, the other one is Gabriel Landeskog of Dude, Avs. I couldn't is, believe that. They It doesn't seem like they are going to get a deal done. So the situation with that thing is, though, Landeskog is a free agent. So the Avs left him unprotected. But just like the the Capitals kind of did the same thing with, with Ovechkin. They left him unprotected, but there's no point in – the Kraken and taking Ovechkin because he's not going to sign with them. So that's what the Capitals do. They, they leave Ovi unprotected to, so they can protect somebody else that, that that they might risk losing. So in the Avalanche's case, they left Landeskog unprotected. Um, And I think Seattle is going to take the risk and draft him and think that they're going to sign him. Now, if he doesn't, then it's a waste of a, it was a waste of a pick for them. Yeah, of course. But if like they they're, they're apparently really off in negotiations from what I was reading. Um, the other what was the other uh, Tarasenko? I heard uh, Tarasenko the Blues that they will take him and then they'll flip him. So like they again they can have a uh, these guys have been talking for a while now they can have a, an agreement with like the Islanders or something like hey we'll take Tarasenko. But then we'll flip him to you for this, this, and this. So now, go ahead. Uh, what I wanted you to do for the people too is they might not understand once you get um, you know, is kind of explain how the draft goes because obviously they're the only 
team picking players, obviously. Yeah. So how it goes too for the for people who may not be aware. So I'm not gonna get really into it because it's a freaking headache. <laughs> um, but basically, they have to draft 30 players. They have, that that's their team. So they are allowed, so the league. Each team in the league is allowed, um, you know, to protect a certain amount of players, and the rest are unprotected. And also, they're like there's like rookies who are on rookie deals who cannot be in the draft because they can't get taken. So those guys don't need to be protected. Um, so like I'll give you I'll give you an example. I have the, the list up here, so I'll go down to the Rangers because most people know the Rangers. Let's go down here. Blah blah blah. I don't, yeah. So the Rangers they protected. There's certain guys that they have to protect. So Boot, Pavel Buchnevich, Kreider, Panarin, Zavanajad. Those are all guys that are protected. So nope. So the Kraken cannot take those guys. Like no matter what. That means that they leave certain players open. And there's a lot of, like, contract stuff that they do. They sign certain guys um, to, to like, one-year extensions so they're open, they're exposed to the draft and, you know, whatever. Um, so, basically, the Kraken are allowed to take, you know, a player from, from each team, whatever available players that they are. So there's a lot of, like – a lot of good, there's a lot of good players that are available for the Kraken, and you know we saw when Vegas, you know, had their uh, expansion draft. Uh, what was it, three years ago now, Paulie? Yeah, three yeah, I believe it. It's either well, th- I think this, yeah, well, it would have been four because they drafted before the year, right? So, I, however, yeah, three or four years, one of the two. Was, yeah, I think it was three. Um, I'm trying to think. I, uh, I think it's three or four years. So, and they, I don't believe. I don't think Vegas is in this, if I'm not mistaken. Twenty, the, their expansion season was 2017-18, uh, so it looks like the draft was. Yeah, so June like, twenty, June twenty first of seventeen. Seventeen, okay, so it was four years ago. Well, anyway, and I don't, I don't think the the I don't think Vegas is in the draft. Like Vegas is a newer team, so they don't have to. They're not in this, so they don't take a player from from Vegas, which is whatever. Um. So, yeah, it, it's a very complicated process. But I was saying with Vegas, they did a lot of, like, taking players and flipping them for picks and, you know, contracts. And like, a lot of the times with these expansion teams we're doing would take on bad contracts for more picks because when you're a newer team, you're not supposed to be as good. So, you know, the more picks you have, you can build up the farm system, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be really exciting. And I thought a lot of the lists were very, very interesting as far as who was who was kind of left on there, like um, I'm trying to think, I believe Sam Reinhart of Buffalo was like. There, there's just a lot of like talent for Seattle. Seattle can be very good next year. Yeah, I would, immediately. I would, yeah, like they can be. Really, and I think the goaltending thing is probably the biggest, um, you know, thing here. Where are you going to go with experience with like Jonathan Quick, Kay Price, or are you going to go with, you know, a younger guy like uh, Kakinen at uh, from. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota. Um, I mean, they're already signing Drager, like we said. So, you know, I, I think they're in a good spot here. I was not a fan of the hiring of their coach, uh, Hackstall, but that was – that's whatever. Um, they have a good GM and Ron Francis. So, yeah, I, I love this stuff. I'm very – like you guys are nerds about like, the, the Marvel stuff. I'm a big nerd when it comes to, to the dra- these kind of drafts and stuff like that, like when the new teams come in. Um, I'm very excited to see what they do and how creative they get with, uh, you know, with the moves that they're going to make. Yeah, I, I am too. And, and like I said, I think I think if 
if they pick a play, a, a goaltender in price and they pick a player like Landeskog, like right away, that's two guys that not only have playoff experience but are very, very good players. Um, and you, you know, it, it, you win with goal with good goaltending and, and, and an elite level offensive player, and right then and there, you start with two of them. Yeah. Um, so you know, and, and obviously, money and stuff comes into factor. But you get those two guys, and then you can do the rest of your roster as you see fit. But to me, that's two home runs right off the bat. And you get a face, a face of a franchise kind of guy too. And exactly, and and, and it's a, it's two marketable players that yeah. hockey fans know immediately. Um, so that that's going to be very interesting. Um, I'm I'm going to obviously be tuned in, um, yes. of course, uh, because I'm I'm curious to see well, how it goes, and you like well, seeing. Well, Paul, we didn't even talk about the tra- – I, I didn't even bring it up. All the trades that they happened because of oh, the, yeah. the, the, um, the roster freeze. So, basically, the roster – so, at a certain point uh, over the weekend, all the teams' rosters froze, which so they couldn't do anything. So, we had, like, trades like one after another after another. I know uh, Barkley Goudreau went to the Rangers. Um, the, probably the biggest one – I actually one, really like that trade, too. Yeah. They're, 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 he's going to get paid, apparently. Um, I saw so, that. Um, the biggest one was, um, you know, Ryan Ellis from Nashville, who was basically their, who was their captain, not basically, was their captain, um, was traded to Philadelphia and they, the Flyers gave up their, the second overall pick from two, three, it was two years ago. Nolan Patrick was two years ago. Yeah, I believe he was. Two years, two years ago, traded him to Nashville and Nashville then flipped him to, to Vegas. So it was a three team deal, but that was one of the. The bigger moves, but you saw like trades happening nonstop because these teams have to get creative with opening up, you know, roster spots and you know, figure figuring everything out before the draft. And again, it comes back to there's a lot of stuff that's happened probably that we don't even know about. Know about that's like you know, handshake agreements under the table, deals and stuff that we don't. know. It's so exciting. I, I seriously love this stuff. Um, it, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be such a blast. And I love that Seattle is, you know, getting a hockey team. Yes. Um, I think that those fans are diehard, um, which is also why, um, going back to this, I think Carey Price would be a great pick for them because he's from Seattle. Yep. yep. So I think that's a homegrown – or, yeah, the homegrown talent kid. You know, he could be hometown. your face of the franchise. Hometown. 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 Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Hometown. Thank you. Uh, hometown, you know, kid um, that can be your face of the franchise along with, like, a Landis Cog, uh, you know, maybe a P.K. Subban. If the if the devil is he's taking from the from the another marketable player, yeah, exactly. Um, you know the fan bases. You know we've seen with the Seahawks and even the Seattle Sounders for the MLS. They're very don't, don't the Seattle Storm and the Seattle Storm. Thank you. Very very intense fan bases. Like the, these guys go hard for for their for their teams. Yeah. Now now Kyle, I know you're super pumped up for hockey, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, Paul. I can't wait for the expansion draft. I'm going to expand in my pants when I see you get on TV. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All right, guys. <laughs> Tune into, into, into NHL Network to uh, yeah. watch the, yes. the expansion draft coverage. Now, to go on to our wait. next subject, um, and <laughs> an album that when it was announced, obviously we were excited, but we were very nervous uh, because, you know, posthumous albums are always very tricky. Um, Last week, um, wait. How do you say it? Is it? Is it? I thought it was posthumous, or was it? Is oh, it maybe I'm, I'm not no. Sure. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I don't know either. Let's posthumous, Google it. Posthumous, whatever. Let's Google it so nobody else makes the same. Uh, or in case somebody else is wondering, right, hold on. That up, but uh, Pop Smoke, uh, his new album Faith was released uh, this past Friday. Um, 
Uh, there's been mixed reactions between the group chat, between us individually. Um, I've it's, listened to it about three times now. Before you finish, Polly, it's posthumous. Yeah. Oh, okay, posthumous. cool. Posthumous. So learn something new every day. Official phonetic spelling of it. There you go. Um, I also not to say the group chat, like the whole Twitter timeline is well, that too. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm on the fence. Um, you know, it's nice to hear pop. It's a very uncomfortable place to sit. <laughs> I like to I like to I like to hear pop and, and some new stuff. Um, I, I I prefer the tracks that didn't really have features um, to the ones that did. Uh, listening to him, you know, just be individual. Um, obviously, to me, it did feel a little bit rushed. Um, Television is my favorite song on the album. Uh, it's the one I play the most. Um, you know, again, like I said, it was good to hear him. I, I do think there was too many tracks. Um, I do think that the, the I believe it's it's twenty. I believe they yeah they got twenty on there. Um, I think they could have done with maybe thirteen or fourteen. Maybe that still would have been too much. But I I think it was. I just I, I feel like it was rushed. Um, there are sometimes, um, and I think Kyle, you mentioned this. Uh, you know, talking off the show, uh, that there were times where Pop didn't sound like him, uh, which which I I've come to agree with with more listens. Um. But but I just think it was rushed. I I, I, I like it at the gym uh, because obviously uh, you know a lot of the beats are, are really good in my opinion. Um, but I, I just I, I just feel like it was there's too much and it was also rushed. Mm. What Jordan, about you? Why you, Jordan? Why don't you go give the, your opinion right now? Because I'm Kyle, just... Kyle didn't like it, but I, I did. I, I I understand what you guys are saying. It might have felt rushed. I I really did enjoy it. Like I listened to it probably about five six times. I listen to it in my car um and i was i was always a big pop song guy it, listen this i don't know what everybody was expecting like I, this I, there was obviously gonna be a lot of features i even did, did it sound rushed yeah a little bit but i still thought that there was a bunch of i don't think there was a skippable song on there to be honest like coming from you know Thanks. i you, i i don't know man i i enjoyed it like top shot is probably my favorite song out of all of them um, I, I don't know. To to me, it was a good. Is it his best album? No, not even close. But I mean, I don't know what everybody was expecting. Like, Pop's not in the studio. Pop's not there. Like, it is even. I like the even the song with Dua Lipa. Like, I thought that was a good song too. I did like that song. I, I did like that, that song. One. I I don't know. Like, I I don't know what else what else people wanted. Like, I this to be honest, the album shouldn't have existed. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I it just feels like you know. You mean it shouldn't have existed as far as they should have never released it, or exactly? It and I, it's not, and it's it's not more than anything because it feels like a, a cash grab. It really does. It just feels like you know they threw they threw and like they already released one posthumous album, right? They, that happened uh, last year, and that one felt more um, finished than this one did. This one just felt like they kind of started throwing things together two weeks before release. I mean, uh, Pusha T had a, a, a lyric on there. He said, Tyler's got the album of the year. Tyler just dropped two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. So you're telling me Pusha T dropped that, that verse in like a week, two weeks. No, like, I, you're, no you're not it, wrong. You're not wrong. It just, and, and the mix and mass, it, like I, I'm, I'm all for like posthumous albums. If, if there's care put into this, I did not feel any love or care put into this, album like that's why it just doesn't sit right with me um because it just feels like they're using his 
likeness, his unused, you know, verses to just get, to get a quick cash grab because they know they know people are going to eat it up because people love Pop Smoke. Like when Pop Smoke was was on the rise, man, like you couldn't get enough of that shit. He was he was insanely good, insanely talented. He had a great voice. Um, his, his unique. yeah, he's so unique. You like you could you could pick him. Like out of any, like you could like play a hundred tracks and you know exactly which one would be Pop Smoke because of how unique his voice was and how his sound was and his lyrics were always great. Like you'd get, you'd get pumped up to that shit. Now this one, like this album, it, it doesn't even feel like it's him because I'm sure these are probably like, you know, maybe voice memos that were recorded and then they tried to like maybe use some AI technology to recreate the sound. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just... I don't know. It just didn't feel right. Didn't sit right with me. I thought the mix and mastering was just lazy. I don't know who's been doing the mix and mastering on this album or the last one. Just it, it didn't oh, what feel. Was, what was wrong with his last one? It did. I I well, I, I thought it was better, but I also felt like there was oh. some like it did feel like it was just thrown together. Like it was one of those things, you know. But obviously, the last one had excuses because he passed away. Like you know, two months before they dropped it. So that, that one, I understood this one, you know, if they felt like they were going to do that, they, there should have been a little more, um, love and care. And, and Kanye West needs to stop giving verses. Like, he's just got to stop. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah. On, was, on the song. Like they probably paid him money to give a verse. I would hope not. And it just, it, 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 and it just baffles me how bad his verse was. Um, but yeah, and I also wasn't impressed with most of these features. Um, I, you know, again, if you're going to have a kid album that has features on it, that's going to have to carry because again, he, he probably had like one verse in most of these songs. You got to have better features. Um, I just didn't, I just didn't, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of beating this album up right now, but, uh, it's just, it's, it's upsetting, you know, cause yeah, I, I agree with it being upsetting, but at the same time, like, <laughs> What can what else can we expect though? Uh, more love and care. You, you should have given. Well, yeah, no. You should I have agree. given this album the 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 same love and care that you would have given, you know, if he was alive. Because at this point, you're just you just it feels like you almost, um, not tarnishing his his legacy, but it it's leaving a sour taste. You know what I mean? Like in in my mouth on because like. If you go and listen to his album before he passed and then like the albums after, right? Like you're you're not getting that same quality. So who whoever it was producing, I don't know. It just I just wish there was a little more love and care because he deserved it. I I do agree with that. Uh, uh, if you enjoyed Jordan, it, if, it's, if you enjoyed it, it's fine. Like there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with I, I just I don't I don't know. Maybe honestly, maybe you have a better ear than I do. I just I don't have a better ear. I can barely hear people who are in the same room with me. <laughs> I meant for oh I meant for, I meant for the music, Kyle. Um, I I, I just I, there just wasn't anything on here. And again, maybe this is just me being a novice because I always enjoyed Pop Smoke. So anytime his voice came on here, I always felt it. I felt the energy. I you know, I, I, but I do agree. Like it was rushed, but I, I just don't. I don't think it was a bad album. Could it have been better? Yeah, of course. It absolutely could have been better. I'm, to be fair, I'm probably holding it to a higher standard because there, this is a year removed, right? And I was expecting maybe they they would put some uh, like higher effort into it in in terms of you know taking that love and care and and treating his name That's with a, with some respect. And it just I I don't know if That's you know fair. I, I just no, feel, I, I get what you're saying. And I honestly, but I don't. I I think there were some 
very good features on here. I thought Pharrell's was was good. Nothing that like blew me out of the water. Like Pushers was okay. Um, Rick Ross, you know, Rick Ross is Rick Ross. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, that's a Jew take, but you know, Rick Ross is Rick no, Ross. But, but it's it's the truth. Yeah. Um. You know, I seriously, I think the Dua Lipa song is very catchy. I know it might be corny as hell to say, but you know, I thought it was cool, and I thought her verse was catchy too, to be honest. But um, that's just me, and I'll always be a pop smoke guy. Just oh, so yeah. you know Kyle and Paulie are. Um, but I, I don't think you're wrong, Kyle. I just, I really did like like the album. Yeah, I, 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 I like I loved Pop Smoke. I really did. Um, I like that's why I like his verses are fine to me because they were probably completely raw verses that he probably had recorded but never got to finish them. Obviously, but I, I, I was I'm more I was more disappointed in the the overall production of the album. That that was really my my upset. Like, like that's what I was upset about. Like there's not much you can do when it's a year removed from a person's death. There's just not much you can do, right? Um, and I I'm a, I'm a, like in terms of his verses, right? But uh, I'm just worried they went into that with the same mindset. They were just kind of like, well, let's just get something out. Like there's not much we can do. Let's just get something out. Let's just load it up with features, uh, throw it on a couple of generic tracks. We'll we'll call it a day. I don't know. And it also felt like they tried to redo Dior with the, like this third song, right? Like, or as I, it sounded like the same interpolation of Dior. I don't know if you guys caught that, like the beat or it might've been the distorted AO8s that were giving me like that same. Cause they had a lot of those distorted 808s. I think I know there. what you're talking about. I would probably have to have the song point. Like I have to like, this is the song you tell me, listen to it and I'll double check. Not, uh, it's not the one Kanye, right? No, it's this one oh, after. No. It's the one after because it, it, it sounded. Uh, give me one second. I I, I have the the list up right here. Just television is three. Manslaughter's four. Television. Television. Oh uh, yeah, wait, no. No, television's the one with Kanye and. Hold on, hold on. Let me listen to it real quick. I, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> this is good. This is good. This is good quality podcasting entertainment right here. <laughs> Um, can we can I start BBE while you ha, you do that? Or? Yeah, go yeah, go ahead because we can't right. sit here in yeah. silence. So everybody's favorite segment is always uh, the Big Bozo Energy segment. I am my Big Bozo this week. Uh, this guy this weekend at a uh, card show in Dallas um, stole <laughs> a rare Luca. I'm sorry. One of one. I'm looking at Kyle's face during this whole thing, and it's so puzzling. And he's, he's so, so perturbed. He's like, he's, he, he needs to figure this out. But yes, back to my back to my big bozo energy. It's uh, it's, it's television. It's television. After you get past Kanye's part, it's it's it literally just sounds like an interpolation of right. Dior Dior. I'll go back to that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. He could not care less. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, this weekend, a guy at a Dallas card show. Uh, from one of the vendors, stole a rare one-of-one Luka Doncic card. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the value of that was, card was is. Was his name Wesley Frederick? Okay, this card <laughs> is worth around five grand. So this card is worth five grand. This guy stole the card, and then instead of stealing it and leaving the event, tried to sell it to another vendor at the event and was arrested. Um the the sports cards have made a comeback over the last like three to five years where the market is just insane, especially on opening packs and selling cards and finding cards. Uh, but my big bozo energy is this dude because 
I mean, it's one thing to try to steal the card to get away with it, but it's a rare one-of-one card. Eventually, it's going to be tracked down unless you go and sell it, you know, not online, which probably would have been the best bet. But no, he tried to sell it at the same event that he stole the card at. Um, and he was arrested. Um, so that that dude is my big bozo of the week. Kyle? Um, I had a hard time figuring out what I was going to go with uh, this week. But, you know, I, 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 I walk my dogs very frequently. So I feel like this was um, just a, a common annoyance that I go run into. But uh, I think other dog owners sometimes are just um, very Steve. careless. Stupid, careless. I, I didn't want to be that crass, but, uh, you know, my dogs get, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, they get very excited when they see another dog. It's not, you know, they just get, they get, they get really happy. But with that being said, I feel like the normal thing to do is if you see another dog coming, you just kind of move your dogs to a different, like you just take them to an, around a different way. I can't tell you how many times I've been caught off guard because, you know, my dogs are peeing. I'm making sure they're good watching because my other dog likes to pick up stuff that she likes to put, like, eat stuff. It's, so I got to keep an eye on her at all times. I can tell you how many times I know another dog owner see me standing there with my dogs. And they just, like, bum rush almost around the corner. My dogs see them. start going. They start going crazy. They bark. I have to pick them up, kind of take them out of the area because so they can calm down. It's just like, you know, just have some, like, common sense. Like, if you see another dog owner – probably don't bring your dog into that area. Like, you don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, especially if it's 745 in the morning. Nobody wants to hear my dog yapping at 745 in the morning. But uh, my big bozo of the week is, is uh, careless dog owners. And I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm careless, but, you know, I'm too busy dog. focusing on them trying to not eat stuff off the ground. People, well, Kyle, people are dog stupid. I can tell you this. Oh, my God. <laughs> It, it drives me insane, Jordan. It drives me insane. I, 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 I've, I've been there, and like even people like going to a dog park or something like that. I don't. I mean, my dog. Listen, I'll be honest. My dogs are four little yippy dogs. Love them to death. In my world. <laughs> the smaller they are, the more yip they do. I they tell do, you. Yeah, they're, they're We call them the low mafia because they're bullies. They 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 like themselves. They like their pack, and they don't like anything else. I. Personally, uh, we have a, a rail trail right by my house that, you know, I'll take them on, you know, once in a while. They're older, so, you know, can't go too far. But, like, if somebody says, hey, my dog's not friendly, that is not an invitation to come up and, like, bring yep. your dog near mine. Like, that's, that's not. Don't do, don't, don't, don't do that. And it doesn't, like, I just don't, I don't want your kids near my dog. I don't want, just go away. Even if my dog was friendly, I would say no, just so you didn't approach me. <laughs> Yeah, I've had people. I've had people like my my dog like gets you know territorial like if they get too close, and like I'm I'm looking at you like what did you expect? Why would you walk a foot away from my dog and then go? Oh, Why would she bark at me? I was like, well, my my guy, you, you walked like within right her space. Her space yeah. It's a territorial animal. Like she's got to protect her people, her 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 kinfolk. Yeah, it, people are just dog dumb. Like I can't tell tell you like how dogs stupid people are and how like many dog stupid people I've dealt with. Yep. I've been, I've done, I'm a dog walker. Like I do that, you know, for extra money. Obviously sister and I run a rescue. Um, rescue Go ahead and plug that real quick. Go ahead and plug that. Yeah. Crate escape rescue. For those that don't know, they should know right now because I'll shut up about it. Crate escape, crate escape rescue. You should, never, you should never shut up about it. I shouldn't, but, um, go on Facebook, go like our page. We always post some dogs on there. Um, but like even 
so I they, so for us to adopt a dog, you have to fill out an application, and then we look it over and you know we approve him. You know, most of the people we do approve, but you can just tell dogs stupid people by the way that they answer these questions. And I'm like, there's no <laughs> way in hell. They just my, if my do- I had somebody ask me if my dog gets rabies or if my dog gets the rabies shot, will it get rabies? No. No, it won't. Oh. that's the whole like thing of it. And I had another. I'll never forget this. A, a quick story before I do my big bozo energy. <laughs> we I had a, we had a dog that had um, uh, heartworm. Oh boy, Heart, heartworm is for those that don't know. Heartworm is, you know, it's like a little like thing where it gets into dogs' hearts and it's worms that are literally eating at their hearts. So they have to go through, you know. A procedure to you know to kill the worms and everything it's something they live with for the rest of their lives if they get it i had a, a dog you know that we were watching we brought it from north carolina and we, we took it to like this event to you know to get the dogs adopted out and everything this lady brought her kid over and the kid started petting the dog first of all kids should not be running up on a random dog but whatever so she started talking to me about the dog and i said yeah i go the dog you know just came up in north carolina three years old as heartworm she pulls the kid away Oh my gosh, my son was just petting the dog. Is he going to get heartworm too? I'm like, I'm sorry? Like, like, let's be like, I don't know. Like, it's it comes back to like a common sense thing. Like, yep. is that something that you, like, before you, before you opened your mouth and said something, you can process that and say, hey, this sounds really freaking stupid. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's me, but yeah, adopt. So it's in the same realm as uh, do you work here with their badge on their yeah, like, drives me exactly. insane. It's it's just like a process, like just I don't know. That's me, but just just use and, your brain, folks. It's yeah, all. No, you're right, bro. I, <laughs> doesn't I agree. Hurt. Doesn't but, uh, hurt to use a little more than you're normally used to. Right, like it's not, it does, it should not take that that much energy. Like right. uh, I'm sorry, I'm with um, you. But go um, ahead, yeah. go I, ahead uh, Paulie. It's your turn. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I Jordan's it's Jordan. Jordan's oh, go. it's Jordan. Damn, I'm yeah. I'm lost, yo. Don't even don't let me conduct anything. But anyway, adopt, don't shop. Um, if you want to rescue, let me know. You guys know where to find me. Always got dogs for adoption. But anyway, for my big bozo energy of the week, I don't know if you guys saw this story. I saw a picture of it on Twitter, and I had to make sure that it was like a real thing. Um, apparently, this lady on a plane. Tried to open oh my the plane God. door whilst they're in the air. I, oh, is that the lady who was duct taped to the seat? And she, they, they like, had <laughs> oh the my duct God. It was the, like, what? You had to be on something, I'm assuming. Like, I, there's no way. Like, what the hell, bro? There's no, like, I, I just, I don't know what to say. Like, it's, it was, the picture was funny, but like, that's like imagine you on an airplane and somebody just opens the door. It's like fuck, like I'm gonna die now. Like that's like crazy. Like how stupid of a person do you have to be? They're, like you had to be on some sort of drugs or yeah, had to be. But, but I mean, like I, I feel like if she was like before she like got onto the plane, like you would have noticed something. And like the air marshal or somebody or stewardess would have been like, yo, like this lady's like off her fucking wagon. <laughs> Let's get her off the plane. Like, am I wrong? Like. No, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't know that. So my big bozo energy of the week is that lady. If you haven't seen the picture of her, like the picture of her duct taped and like roped to a this chair, is, is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, because <laughs> you can see like she's trying to yell, but she can't because she got yeah, tape she can't. Like, it's so funny. Um, 
yeah, shout out to that lady. Um, please don't ever get on a plane. Like, I, I'm terrified to fly. I don't know what you guys, I'm terrified to fly. I'm leaving for vacation and I'm terrified to fly. I'm going to I am too. Don't worry. I, I hate it. I, I, I am not terrified to fly. Um, I used to be, but now I, it's like my favorite way to travel. Like, if I could fly to like local locations just to like take a helicopter, I would. That's um, that's so no, I'm not. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I say like five prayers before the plane takes off, but but I'm not afraid to fly. I, I enjoy it. So terrified. you're going to have a safe flight. Don't worry about it. Um, next week, it's just going to be Kyle and I. You know, maybe he won't want to spend, you know, an hour plus with just me, but we'll figure it out. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe a guest for next week. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we'll. Hopefully that guest be, doesn't fail on us and ghost on us. Oh, like, no, let's, 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 let's not do that like, now. People know. But, uh, but no, just make sure you're always tuning into the network. Um, we've got all in with Kevin Lewis. Kevin has now joined the middle initial pod. Um, I don't know Kevin's middle initial. So Kevin with Jude Jackson and Andrew L. Case, he'll be on there with them, um, you know, doing their stuff as they always do. Um, you know, we appreciate the feedback we get. We appreciate the listens uh, as we continue to grow our network as well as our individual shows. Um, so make sure you're tuning in and, and, and giving, giving all the, we're giving you all the content that you guys let us know that you appreciate to listen to. Hell okay. yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. No, that's it. That's it. Hell yeah. yeah. I was just like, uh, you know, Kevin had a great episode this week on fantasy football. So for, it's right around the corner for those that don't know. So definitely tune in and, and listen to that because that's you want what most of you guys gamble with fantasy football. You put money into it. So why not get some free advice? Kevin knows his stuff. I always texting him, asking him questions about fantasy. He's helping me out with drafts and stuff like that. So, you know, go get some free advice from, from Kev. He, he knows his stuff. All in with Kevin Lewis. Check it out and go win yourself some money. We out. Peace. Jack, I could have tried.